Welcome to Evolve Nutrition Radio, where you learn how to ditch the diet mentality and deconstruct your health and fitness goals into habits you can do for the rest of your life. What is up, everybody? I want to welcome you all back to another episode of Evolve Nutrition Radio. I'm your host, Alex McMahon, and this is going to be episode 39, The Nine Big Nutrition Myths to Stop Believing Today. Now, part of the reason I wanted to record this podcast on these nine big nutrition myths is because they're the ones that I hear the most frequently from people that are kind of self-defeating. It's disempowering myths that make people believe that there's only one way to do something. Now, whether that's the amount of meals that they should be eating, a diet that they should be following, or the fact that they have to eat or avoid certain meals to be able to lose body fat and to reach their health goals. Now, there's a multitude of different ways to get to where you want to go, but if you believe that there's only going to be one way to get there and you can't execute on that, you feel like a failure. The reality is there's many different ways to get to where you want to go. And so I want to help to bust these myths to help you guys realize that you have to find the right path for yourself, that there's never going to be only one way to do it, which should feel empowering and it should be something that leaves you feeling encouraged and wanting to experiment with your own nutrition to find what works best for you. Now that's actually going to lead us perfectly into myth number one, which is that there's a perfect diet for fat loss. The reality is the perfect diet for fat loss is the one that fits best for you. It's the one that has foods that you enjoy and one that you can see yourself following for about 6 to 12 months at least. The problem is all diets work. Whether it's ketogenic, it's paleo, it's vegan, every single one of those diets has helped somebody achieve their health and their fat loss goal. Now when it comes to fat loss, the big thing is the diet is effective if it helps you to create a calorie deficit. That means if it helps you to burn more calories than you're eating on a daily basis. And every single diet has a specific way that it can help you to do that. Now if you are eating a paleo diet, it will help you to remove more processed foods from your diet. That's going to allow you to eat fewer calories. If you're eating a ketogenic diet, which is very high fat, very low carb, you're essentially removing carbohydrates from your diet and that is going to make it very easy for you to create a calorie deficit because you're removing an entire food group. If you're eating a vegan diet, you're going to remove all animal products and a lot of fat, which is going to remove a lot of calories. So any and every diet can, out there can work, but you just need to find the one that works the best for you. There is no one size fits all when it comes to diets, you have to find the diet that's a good fit for yourself, that you enjoy eating, and that you can see yourself following for a very long period of time. That's going to be the big thing to keep in mind, is the perfect diet is the one that works the best for you as an individual. We have to get away from the idea that there is a one-size-fits-all when it comes to health and fitness and fat loss. It's the best size for you. Myth number two is that carbs and fats will make you gain body fat. Now, if you eat them in excess and you eat a calorie surplus of them, meaning that you eat more of them than you have the ability to burn, you will gain body fat. But that's not specific to carbohydrates or fats. That's any food at all. If you eat any food in a calorie surplus, you will gain body fat from it. However, if you eat carbs and fats in balance or in a deficit, you will not be able to gain body fat from them. Now, let's look at it like this. If your body has no excess calories to store, you will have an inability to be able to gain body fat because there's nothing to put into your fat stores. So carbs and fats are not inherently fattening. It's when you eat too many calories from carbohydrates or from fats or any food in general that will lead to body fat gain. 
Myth number three is that your metabolism slows down as you get older and you age. Now, as we get older, a lot of our social events are going to revolve around activities that are more sedentary. This is going to be barbecues, going out to coffee, going out to happy hour, all those different kinds of things. So we start engaging in a lot more sedentary activities where we're sitting down, we're drinking alcohol, we're eating a lot more calorie-dense foods, and we're not going out and doing the active things that we did when we were younger. We're not going to the park to play soccer or basketball. We're not going on these day-long hikes. We're going to barbecues. We're going to happy hour, all these different kinds of things. As we get older, we also have a tendency to take less trips to the gym, which means that we will also end up losing a little bit of muscle mass. So that is going to account for a nominal amount of calories that you're not going to burn because of the reduced muscle mass. Way more than anything else, what it comes down to, and the reason that so many people tend to gain body fat as they get older, is that they're moving less and they're eating and drinking a lot more calorie-dense foods, and that's what ends up leading to people gaining body fat, not a slower metabolism. Myth number four is that smaller, more frequent meals throughout the day boost your metabolism. The reality is, any and every time that you eat, it technically boosts your metabolism. This is due to what's known as the thermic effect of food. Your body has to dedicate and allocate a certain amount of calories to digesting and breaking down your food so that it can actually extract the energy that it needs from it. Now, at the end of the day, what determines your overall thermic effect of food, the amount of calories that your metabolism will boost by when it comes to breaking down those foods is the number of calories that you're eating, but also the amount of proteins, fats, and carbohydrates as a whole at the end of a 24-hour period. It doesn't matter if you eat, let's say, 1,800 calories in six smaller meals or if you eat 1,800 calories in three bigger meals. What matters at the end of the day is the total amount of calories that you're taking in Total calories, total total macros, that's what's going to account for the boost in your metabolism, not necessarily how many meals you're eating. Myth number five is that you eat more fat to burn more body fat. If you eat more fat and you heavily restrict carbohydrates, you will absolutely burn fat. However, the fat that you're burning is dietary fat. You've shifted your body over into utilizing more dietary fat as a fuel source because you have so few carbohydrates coming in. But to lose body fat, you still absolutely need to be in a calorie deficit. There's no way for your body to burn body fat if you have an excess of calories because your body's going to preferentially burn those before you have any kind of capacity to tap into your stored energy in the form of body fat. So if you eat more fat, you will burn more fat, but it is dietary fat, not necessarily body fat. Myth number six is that supplements will help you to lose body fat, to build muscle, or to detox. With many supplements... Very few ingredients that are used in them are actually scientifically proven to have any kind of desired effect they claim on the bottle. Even worse than that is that when we do show that a supplement has that a supplement ingredient has the desired effect, very few supplements will actually use that at, at what's known as a clinically effective dose, which means that there's a certain threshold that you have to hit with that supplement or with that specific ingredient to be able to get that outcome, to be able to get that desired result. However, because most ingredients that are actually effective are extremely expensive, very few supplement companies are willing to use that at the level that it's supposed to be used at to get that outcome. Most of the time what they'll do is they will list it on the bottle and then they'll claim it as a proprietary blend so that you don't see exactly how much of that specific ingredient is in that supplement. So it's their way of kind of masking it all. There are, however, a few different supplements that are going to be beneficial that are very difficult to get throughout your nutrition. That's going to be things like fish oil if you don't eat enough fatty fish, vitamin D3 because it's low in so many foods and very few people get enough sunshine, 
probiotics because very few people eat enough fermented foods, and then magnesium and zinc because those are both used in so many physiological functions inside your body, and even if you try to get enough of them, they're both going to be really difficult to get an adequate amount of strictly from whole foods on an everyday basis. Myth number seven is going to be that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Technically, whenever you choose to eat your first meal, whenever that is maybe at 7 a.m. or even if that's at 1 in the afternoon, that's still technically breakfast because breakfast only stands for breaking the fast. There's absolutely no difference in your metabolism if you choose to skip breakfast or whether you choose to eat it. The reality at the end of the day is they've done studies where they compared breakfast eaters to non-breakfast eaters. They showed that their metabolism was the exact same. There was no slowing down. They didn't go into starve mode because starve mode doesn't exist. Absolutely no difference. So there's nothing bad about skipping breakfast. If you don't enjoy breakfast, go ahead and skip it, especially if your goal is fat loss. It can help a lot of people to easily or to more easily create a calorie deficit because you're pretty much reducing your total calorie intake by the amount that you would otherwise be forcing yourself to eat, especially if you don't enjoy breakfast. There's absolutely nothing that makes breakfast any more important than any other meal throughout the day. And the whole myth that breakfast is the most important meal of the day was actually started by the Kellogg's breakfast company owner because he wanted to sell more of his cereal. So he went to a lot of doctors and spoke to them and then doctors started to spread the word that breakfast was the most most important meal of the day to their patients and then it's one of those folklore that just continued to be spread for many many years until science current evidence and a lot of studies started to come out saying that there's nothing especially beneficial about breakfast myth number eight is that you shouldn't eat carbs at night because it will cause body fat gain now there's absolutely nothing about carbs at night that's inherently more fattening a bowl of oats at seven in the morning is the exact same as a bowl of oats at seven at night what matters most for your overall fat loss is going to be your total calorie intake. Where a lot of people do run into issues though when it comes to eating late at night is that most people end up engaging in a lot of mindless eating and they generally eat a lot of foods that are very easy to overeat. So this is going to be your cookies, your ice cream, your popcorn, all those foods that are hyper palatable, they're very tasty, and they're very easy to overeat. Many of the times people are going to be eating those foods late at night not things like sweet potatoes and chicken and a little bit more of the whole nutrient-dense foods. So there's nothing inherently fattening about eating later at night. What it does do is many people are mindlessly eating and they're eating calorie-dense, hyper-palatable foods. Myth number nine is that if you eat healthy foods, you should automatically lose body fat. Now, improving your food quality is absolutely a great phenomenal first step to creating a calorie deficit for fat loss. Especially if your diet is predominantly a lot of really processed foods, switching over to eating a lot more whole foods is going to be a real big benefit. However, what a lot of people don't realize is that there's still a lot of very healthy foods that are still extremely high in calories and can take you out of a calorie deficit and put you in a calorie surplus. Some of these more calorie dense healthy foods are going to be things that are also going to be a little bit easier to overeat. Things like smoothies, oils and butters, dressings that you put on top of salads or different sauces that you put on tops of dishes. Nut butters and nuts are another big one too. Many people have a tendency to overeat both of those because they're roasted, they're salty, they're fatty, they're tasty, and everybody's been told that nuts are a phenomenal snack. So those are the nine big nutrition myths. Go through and look at these and see which of these apply to your current diet and your current nutrition plan and how they might be possibly holding you back from not reaching your health, your fitness, your fat loss goals. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Love and appreciate you. I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.